Hi guys, welcome to Hitman. What an amazing week we have had. What a turnaround. Who would have ever thought that these four teams would be qualifying for the playoffs, especially Rajasthan Royals. They were almost at the brink of getting knocked out before one move, just one move of bringing Josh Butler up the order changed their fortunes. Mumbai Indians who were marching at the end moments like every year to the playoffs were stopped by Delhi Daredevils, the one at the bottom of the pile. The Royal Challengers Bangalore who gained momentum so late into the tournament failed to keep up with it from a winning position to what can be described as another mess up. But if you have to ask me the most unpredictable moment it has to be the Kings 11 Punjab. Not even in the wildest dreams would they have imagined such a turn around. Imagine yourself winning first 5 of their 6 games and topping the points table and then going on to lose their last 5 consecutive games. If you took a time machine and brought someone from the first half of the IPL to have a look at the points table, they'll be shocked to see Punjab languishing in the bottom 2. We shall discuss the teams in the playoffs now. Uh, we'll start with the table toppers Sunrisers Hyderabad. What a team. The whole team has been a fantastic unit this year. David Warner gone, no problem. Williamson steps up as a captain and as a batsman and in such a splendid way. 661 runs and probably the front runner to win the Orange Cup this Orange Cap this season as well. Both KL Rahul and Rishabh Pant are already done with the campaign. Uh so it's quite likely that Kane Williamson who has probably two games in his hands is going to end up with that Orange Cap. Shikhar Dhawan, he has been splendid. This IPL he has scored 437 runs. He began well, then failed between, then again rose to the occasion. Manish Pandey, whose form has been a major concern for a part of the tournament, is regaining his confidence. We have seen that in the last few games, the likes of Shakib, Yusuf Patan, and Huda in the lower order, and then a fantastic bowling lineup to back it up, led by Bhuvneshwar Kumar. Follow it up with Siddharth Kaul's brilliant bowling so far. You have the spin duo of Rashid Khan and Shakib Al Hasan, who have got 29 wickets altogether in the season. The only negative aspect is that this team has lost the last 3 games hence they would be hoping to get back into their feats immediately can't repeat any mistakes at the playoff stage while the batting looks much better the bowling hasn't been quite fluent in the last few games this can be attributed to them resting some of their bowlers in the last few games but with the sadh supposed to be fielding their best 11 at vankade things may be a different this time moving on to the chennai super kings At the start of the tournament many had already written them off. The term senior team kept ringing every time. However, someone forgot the phrase old is gold. What a marvel team. There hasn't been a single player who hasn't stepped up at one or the other occasion. The game on Sunday where Deepak Chahar took Kings 11 Punjab for a toss is a sublime example. Or even the game where Ravindra Jadeja had Virat Kohli outfoxed completely. I was so curious to watch Lungi and Giri in the IPL following his brilliance in the India South Africa series and look what he has done four wickets in the last game to top off Harbhajan Singh has also been stupendous with the ball bowled economically he has also provided we have also seen Dhoni chatting with Harbhajan so that's another reason you know why his availability in the team is a huge x factor for them there's no introduction required for the opening partners Shane Watson and Ambati Raidu Every game we have seen either of them go bonkers of the opposition. Talking about Suresh Raina, I do have a feeling Raina has a big knock over you. He is a big match player and this playoff might just be his chance. We have seen him in the past and we are going to see him again I hope. Amazoni, you just run out of words to define this man. 
Everyone had written him off as a T20 player quite recently, and after his performances in the IPL this year, dare anyone not have him in their playing 11s? Not just the batting, the captaincy has been top notch. The only thing that might worry CSK is the bowling at death. Bravo's form with the ball is worrisome, and Shardul cannot be expected to be fluid at death. So that's one area they'll be worried of. Uh, going to the Kolkata Knight Riders, in the start of the tournament, they seemed topsy turvy. Dinesh Karthik was adjusting to the captaincy rhythm, new team, and a completely different lineup for him. Two consecutive losses at the hands of Mumbai Indians. Many thought their campaign was going to end, but then following it up with three consecutive wins showed how determined this team is. The only concern they had was their bowling. Mitchell Johnson was poor. He couldn't handle the pace department on behalf of his Aussie counterpart Mitchell Stark's behalf. What a huge loss it was for KKR. Imagine Mitchell Stark in that bowling lineup, and KKR would have been a completely different team. However, I think in the last few games, Prasid Krishna has done really well, which has bolstered the bowling lineup. Russell is also doing well. There was never a doubt on the spin department with Narayan and Kuldeep. Still, they will be hoping someone like Piyush Chawla or Shivam Mavi or Jevan Seals steps up at this stage because they need someone in the bowling to, you know, handle the ups and downs. Batting has been their forte. Two explosive openers in the form of Narayan and Chris Lane. What's exciting is that Chris Lynn has managed to pull off the entire season without an injury. He did captain. He did complain of a stiff back, but his batting hasn't shown any signs of it yet. Robin Thapa has scored lots of thirties and forties, and probably we might see him take his game to the another level in the playoffs. The likes of Nitish Rana, Dinesh Karthik, and then Russell just makes it a fab batting lineup. They already have home advantage with the eliminator scheduled to take place at Eden Gardens. Also, the fact that they defeated Rajasthan Royals in both the encounters this year shall help. Also, there is a great chance that this game might be affected by rain, and in case there is no play, or uh, Kolkata Knight Riders would be qualifying ahead of Rajasthan Royals due to their standings in the points table. I hope that doesn't happen, and I hope the audience gets to watch a good game of cricket. And going off to the Rajasthan Royals, this was one team I had written off after their poor first half. However, just look at them. This just determines the beauty of T20. How just one change in the top of the top order lifted the spirits. T20 is a game where the whole course of the game can change just after one ball, one wicket, one boundary. Here in Rajasthan Royals' case, it was one change of bringing Josh Butler above and opening the innings with him. Scoring five consecutive half centuries, he changed the whole complexion of Rajasthan Royals' IPL this year. Four victories in the last five games has propelled them to the playoffs. Don't know about Stokes, but Butler's absence is bound to hurt them. What will give them confidence is that they defeated RCB without the English duo. The decision to open with Jofra Archer did raise a few eyebrows because he had got out for ducks and he hadn't shown much complacency even in the lower order. So I wasn't expecting him. I personally would be expecting Sanju Samson to open the innings since he hasn't been able to show his potential getting to bat at the lower stages. He and Tripathi followed by Rahane at number three. Classen's innings in the Bangalore game will give them lots of confidence in the lower order. Also with Krishnappa Gautam there, it seems okay. However, the batting options are quite limited as to what I see, and that's what might keep them restricted. They will need a top six to five if they are to make it further to the, in the playoffs. The bowling led by Jofra Archer hasn't been at his best, but there's no doubt he's an exceptional bowler. And with speed and with his yorkers, I don't think any batsman can stand him, or not many batsmen can stand him. Unadkar did well against RCB. The trio in the spin department, Ish Sodhi, Gautam and Shreyas Gopal has been magnificent. I was literally itching, you know, to just watch Ish Sodhi and 
to finally watch him bowl and bowling at that that way it's it's really a great pleasure to watch him bowl especially because he is the number one ranked t20 bowler and the fact that he went unsold in the ipl auctions against kolkata they will be looking to spin them into a web with eden gardens known to be a spinner's fantasy however i feel this t- this team compared to the other team requires a special effort something really special to get them to the ipl title for me personally i'm a really bad predictor but i do feel chennai super kings seems to be the favorite to win this year's ipl sr it seemed vulnerable after three consecutive losses but they too are a fantastic side and it's going to be more of a dhoni versus kane's captaincy two of the best captains in this year's ipl wouldn't be surprised if these two teams also contest the finals of the ipl so that's it from the ipl segment this year we shall be soon back with the international cricket going on and lots more any suggestions from your side would be welcome This is Samir Alana signing off.